Thanks for the F Shack. Love Dirty Mike and the Boys. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the Boys? How you know who we are? What's this? They call it the podcast. Morning, good, good. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's like me a... with the boner on the front. Welcome to Morning, good. And we are on. Here we are. We are with Jake Timothy. Hey. I. Uh, it's weird to not start that way. I always fucking start that way, but I, I, it feels weird just going into conversation. Even though we've been sitting on the couch the second we start recording, my brain's just like, fuck! Yeah. Well, like 90% of the time I do this podcast, I go to your house and you're like, let's get started. I have to get out of here in like 30 minutes. So. Yeah, it's a huge rush. And it is like the only time I'm like, I literally have nowhere to fucking be right now. Yeah, um, it's nice. Yeah, it is nice. How yeah. many how many one-on-ones have you done? Uh, Probably like six. I um or I did I did some with my buddy Paxton who helps produce this. Those were great episodes because like we grew up together. Just like we had constant banter. Yeah. But uh, he lives in California now, so we couldn't really do that. The hard one I always worry when I do one on ones with Adam Christopher because he's so fucking ridiculous that I'm like, dude, he'll have some riff and I'll, I'm gonna have to try to like stay on board with it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's gonna be challenging because he's gonna be like, my shoes are grapes, and I'm gonna be like, fuck, <laughs> how am I gonna fucking not? <laughs> I gotta keep it. I gotta go with the bit, but I've no. I'm I'm so bad at improv and stuff like that. Yeah, he. It, when I'm talking to him, I feel like when like someone you know that when someone comes up to you after a show and you're like and they're trying to be funny with you and you're there, you're like, oh, this person just isn't funny. I feel like I'm. Yeah, yeah, the when guy I'm, who's not funny. When I'm talking to Adam, I feel like just a fan of comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so challenging. Have you done improv? No, I want. I want to. I want to take improv classes. I think it's helpful, but it's just the people that do it are like just the worst. It's it's amazing because I'm like, this is in my head that it's going to be like the worst people imaginable. And then you go and you're like, man, these people suck. I'm, my favorite was I had one inch prof coach and he's like, man, all these old comics, they're talking about PC. He's like, bro, those guys know nothing about comedy. They are out. And this guy's like 50 years old teaching an improv class. It's just so funny to be like, those guys are out of style. I, I'm like, dude, you have no career. Yeah, I hate like. That's pretty most of like the improv only people I've encountered are like very quick to tell you what is and isn't comedy. And I'm like, you fucking took a class. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the fuck yeah. would you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, just, I also hate. Yeah, I hate rules. The second anybody puts rules to anything, it's so frustrating when they're like comedy is taking the serious and making it silly or like a- anything. It's like you're like, listen, it's it's so many different. You can't fucking explain what comedy. That's the least funny thing is to like put a parameter around and be like comedy. That's not comedy. This is comedy. Yeah. And if you need to like follow all these guidelines to figure out what comedy is, it's just you're not funny. Yeah. Naturally. And there are old school people that have those issues too. Like Jeff Garland had some dumb thing on Rogan. He's like, listen, if you ever have to act out having sex, you're not funny. And I'm like, what a, yeah. what a bizarre thing to like just <laughs> give me a break. Too. Yeah. You're like anybody. He goes, he goes, I sit in the green room. I watch the camera. If anybody's hump in the air, I go, that guy's not funny. It's like, you have no idea what he's saying. Yeah. And then it's also like, nobody's like Jeff Garland, the best stand-up comedian. Like, he's a funny guy. Clearly, he's very talented. But you're yeah. like, nobody's like king of stand-up Jeff Garland. So it's like... Yeah. No one no one knows the rules of funny. It's just like, when you see something funny happening, you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that, there are comics that are like, people love that I watch and I'm, I just don't get it, but I'm not going to be like, like that's, that's not comedy. That's not what comedy is. Yeah. yeah like, no, right. it, it is working. I just, just yeah. cause I don't get it. I mean, it's not valid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing with music. People are like, that's not, it's like such an old person mentality. Be like, this isn't music. Yeah. It's like, no, it is technically mute. Like it is music. <laughs> With Ben Shapiro have some stuff like that where he's like, my problem with rap music is not that it's black <laughs> people, but that they are. He has like some like, 
I hate he's such a fucking pussy. He annoys I me know, so dude. much. But how can like I love people trying to do the mental gymnastics to have a critique on just what rap music is yeah, yeah, without like, being racist? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, that is so true. And they're like, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's technically not music because of the yeah. He the one thing I got such a boner for though is when he broke down Batman and why he didn't like the new Batman. I was just like, you know what? Yes, this guy has good. <laughs> this takes is what on- you should have been doing all along. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, I just got back from a wedding in Jasper, Alabama, which not a lot going on there. Yeah, did you figure out some shit to do? Uh, yeah, there were kayaks, so we got there the first day, and uh, it was like it was us and like the family of like the mother and father of the bride, and um, me and my girlfriend, and then some other couples. And the first day, me and all the dudes just got left at the house. And we're, it was me and this one guy. And we're kind of looking around. We're like, what is there to do right here? I guess it's just us. And we didn't have a car. We didn't have food either. Like, they didn't realize they just left us in a house without food. <laughs> so, like, for lunch, we just had, like, crackers. And it was just funny to be, like, a grown man. And I'm like, I, I, they didn't leave me with food. But I can't, like, call my girlfriend. Because she was out with, like, the wedding party, like, doing stuff in town. Because we're out in the middle of the woods. And, um, yeah, we didn't have a car or anything. And then we saw these kayaks, but the dock was broken. So there's two kayaks at the dock, and we're like, all right, we'll, we, we'll try to figure out how to get over there. And the first two days, we're just trying to, like, we're scoping it out. Like, all day, we're just kind of looking. We're like, I guess I could, nah, we can't get to those kayaks. And finally, the last day, <laughs> one of us just swam over. We're like, we could have been kayaking for for four days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just were too much of pussies to swim over there in the water. Was, uh, was which, the wedding itself a good time? Yeah, yeah. I also, I love being the wedding guy. Wedding talk is so funny. You're always like, Hey, wait till the booze comes out. I was just saying like the most dad stuff ever. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. like, wait, oh, does anybody know where the beer is? That's what I'm looking for. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's just on the same board. They're like, yeah, alcohol's fun. And then like the food comes out. You're like, hey, keep me away from the cake. Trust me, I will eat all of it. <laughs> that was just me all weekend. Because like, I don't know how to talk to like some parents. I don't know. I just, I don't know. You don't know where they come from. So you're not just going to like have like a real conversation. So the whole conversation is just like, I talked about the weather for like four straight days, just like talking to this girl's dad. Like, you know, it's colder today than it was yesterday. And he's like, yep, you know, get some sunlight while you can. And I'm like, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird. I've never been to a wedding that's like multiple days. So Dude, I've never had four days. That's of crazy. Yeah. But that's a lot of weddings are like that where you right. have to like live in that weird reality with <laughs> people you don't even really know for a couple days. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you like you're at you go to a wedding and you like meet someone that you're supposedly related to and you're like, I've, I've never fucking met this person ever. Oh, never yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it's wild. And that was the thing, too, is like, yeah, it it's we're just like looking at these baby pictures of this. Now, by the way, I, I wanted to preface by saying I had a great fucking time. I, amazing wedding, beautiful, great service. I loved all the people there, but it is that weird gap where you don't really know. Like, I'm looking at somebody's baby pictures, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't, I met this girl like three times. She's yeah. cool and stuff, but like, I'm not like, man, the memory. Yeah, how do I fucking chime in to looking at this person's baby pictures that yeah. I don't know at all? Um, well, my girlfriend's just making this slideshow. And then, um, yeah, and then her dad, I don't know what he's about. I mean, he seems cool, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing and just. Yeah, that's like a weird tradition. Like, I've only, probably when I was a baby, I went to a wedding where I actually knew the people getting married. But every wedding I've been to pretty much has been like either a very distant relative or like the relation was explained to me and I still didn't understand it. Like, it's just pe- right. people I like don't know at all. And, but like, <laughs> I'd love the idea of 
like having a wedding and just inviting all these kind of random people that you don't know. Oh yeah. Even like I'd love for my wedding to be like it's like my fiance's dad arranged it for like business purposes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like has a bunch of weird old men in suits and they're all like shaking hands and like we neither me or my bride know who these people are. Yeah, just strange. <laughs> That's part two. It's so funny because the groom came up and I'm like, what's up? I'm going to say what's up to this dude. And then I'm like, wait, this guy doesn't even know me. And I, I walked up with the courage like, yo, we're getting fucked up this weekend, yeah. bro. And I'm like, this guy has no idea who I am. <laughs> and then I'm like, I didn't realize until I was like halfway through this. I was like, oh yeah, I, I don't know this guy at all. Uh, I mean, he's, he's cool and stuff. Um, but yeah. And then the wedding itself was nice. Uh, I mean, I was battling with this fucking cough I have. So I was kind of like, I wasn't trying to go too crazy. We watched Anaconda, which was fun. Not at the service, but like, <laughs> we're just <sitting> <laughs> <laughs> all right. After the, like the, in the church, they're like, all right, if you follow us down the street, uh, to this banquet hall, we're going to screen Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, we're going to get fucked up. That movie is fucking awesome. I love the first yeah, like great. fucking two minutes is like Danny Trejo. Yeah, you've seen it, right? Yeah, it's great. Danny oh, Trejo, there's like a snake. The anaconda is breaking into his ship, and then he just <laughs> climbs the tower and just shoots himself in the head because he doesn't <laughs> want to deal with like the anaconda. Uh, and then Ice Cube's in it. Um, a lot of people. It was it was fun. And then we we started watching the sequel at some point. Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchard, I think is what it's called. Um, but just fucking awesomeness. Um, <laughs> I'm picturing. I'm picturing it's like. You're in this house, and there's one guy that you don't know, and he's like, you want to watch Anaconda? And you're like, yeah, that's that's a sick idea. Well, that's actually what happened. And then you watch it, and then he's like, Duke, let's watch Anaconda 2. And you're like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you're that cool. <laughs> it was almost the opposite. So, like, we were in somebody else's house, and we saw there was, there was, like, a TV. It was me and this other guy. And it's one of those things where you don't want to, like, you don't want to put something that sucks on the TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't want people like, oh, you guys are watching this? And so it's so funny that we landed on fucking Anaconda because I'm like, if anybody watches this, everybody can be like, what the fuck are you watching? But I was like nervous the whole time that their parents were going to come home and see we were watching Anaconda. Just have like a weird <laughs> conversation about it. Um, but then we got along great. And then at some point we're like Anaconda's too. It was on a different streaming platform. But uh, yeah, I had a good time. I got really fucked up. The dudes were cool. We went kayaking. Uh, but that's better than I've been to a funeral where I don't know the person. That was strange. Yeah, that's very. Weird. Um, and it was a baby, so it was even weirder. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I was a kid. I had a bit about it because I was like, uh, "You're like, man, I don't know the person that died." And you're like, "Wait, this is a baby funeral. Nobody knows the person yeah. that died. Everybody's just pretending." That was really uh, much. You know, like sometimes when people die, like people will try to like they'll like attach themselves to the tragedy every time yeah yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guilty of this too that would be funny if you saw you just saw like people fighting over who knew the baby the best <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like not even the parents dylan would have hated this <laughs> just like at the service he loved blue yeah. <laughs> this is not what he stood for also it's so funny because my head i expected there to be other babies there which is not gonna happen <laughs> <clears throat> just like the baby's crying. They're like, I know this is hard for you, but it's like clearly they're just crying because they're fucking babies. Yeah, it's just crying because the organ is too loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's an emotional time for you. Do you want to say any words to the other baby? Yeah. You just see like a line of babies going up to the casket to like... Yeah, it just touch their hand on it. Yeah. <laughs> I also I like the idea of the baby wearing one of those like... The black veils you put yeah. on your face. <laughs> the baby's wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Somebody walks right up to the baby, looks at the eyes and go, 
You got a lot of nerves showing your face here. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> There's a group of like Italian babies in the corner and yeah. <laughs> no one's making eye contact with them. <laughs> but my favorite is my grandma's funeral. There was some dude with an eye patch in the back. I never found out who he was, but I'm like, that's awesome. That's and the coolest shit ever. Oh, it's fucking sick. He's probably one of those guys that, like, right before you die, you pay him to show up. And oh, just yeah. Not yeah. tell anyone like, who he is at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fucking move. Um, but yeah, and there's also always, like, it's, I don't know, hot chicks love attaching themselves at funeral. Like, every funeral I've been to, there's some hot girl that was like, I was so fucking close with him. And you're like, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> For all of this, you know what I mean? It's like, you were. Well, I mean, you. Like I, you went to a lot of like Florida funerals, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, are yeah. like younger people. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's not like an, an eighty-nine-year-old dude and all these like hot babes are like he was so hot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it is, it is funny because like everybody's somewhat guilty. It's so I have a friend that died, and uh, it's so annoying because we had a personal relationship. Yeah, like it was like uh, he sat at our lunch table. And then he got put in a mental institute. And then I would hang out with him whenever he was back in, like, whenever I was back in town. And, like, I built, like, just a one-on-one, like, because yep. he didn't really drink or do drugs after he, like, developed schizophrenia. So, like, I would hang out with him and, like, you know, have long talks, drink coffee. Because I hung out with him when he first got out of the psych ward, which is, like, a really, like, I think, emotional connection. Because you're, like, apparently a lot of people, like, weren't hanging out with him much. So I was, like, oh, I got to really, like, hang out with this person one-on-one, like, talk about some deep stuff. We have the deepest conversations. But nobody knows that we were tight. Yeah. And there's a part of me that wants to be like, no, we were actually really fucking good. Because it's like, it's annoying when you talk about, you're like, this really affected me. It was very sad loss. And then you feel like people are like, you didn't fucking know the guy. And I'm like, I did. Yeah, you didn't yeah. see it. Well, uh, you've had, like, for a person that's your age, you've had an ex- exceptional experience with, like, friends dying, people your age. Yeah. Dying. yeah you've had cool. more than a lot of folks that I know. You've had a lot of, like, people in your life die. Yeah, no, no, it is, it is very strange, and it's so funny because, like, I didn't know how weird, like, it's you don't notice things are weird until, like, you're, like, you take a step back, because my girlfriend's like, you've been through a lot of fucking shit over the last three years, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like, I know, it's like, as far as friends, I've had three die since COVID, and then as far as people I know, it's been, like, fucking six since COVID, which is crazy, Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's very odd, it's very strange. Um, how often do you do that? Do you, like kind of take a minute to be like wow i've i have been through a lot or i've just known a lot of people who've uh, like i've lost uh up and down so like the most recent one was the closest and that's been like a fucking like nightmare like it's like i fucking i do i cry like four times a week about it um, I would imagine i mean even just as your friend who i only see you probably like twice a week yeah yeah and yeah i've like noticed you've been going through it a little bit yeah yeah yeah, just yeah like yeah. emotionally you're always kind of in a different place when i see you Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I walk up and I'm like, who's some motherfucker just having yeah. a great time? And the next day I'm just like, because that, that's kind of the best way to explain it. It's, it's up and down because randomly I'll just be showering and I'll just start crying. And then sometimes I'll be like, I'm great. You know what I mean? It's, it's just an yeah. emotional roller. And you can't control it because it's not like you could be like, all right, I'm going to have my emotions now and then be good later. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like, I've, you know, I haven't really had much experience with like people my age dying, but I, I do understand like grief. And right. it's weird when you, like, are grieving. It's not just, like, crying and you're, like, planning revenge. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just, like, you're kind of just, like, I, I'm just still around. And so I'm just going to feel a lot of weird shit, but at the end of the day, I'm just still around. Right. Yeah, so yeah. It's weird. It's yeah. hard to understand, like, what to do with it. No, 100%. And, like, when my grandma died, it's so funny. Like, just, if I'm being totally honest, the meaninglessness of those emotions to me now are, like, that was fucking nothing. Because, like, my grandma died and I was, like, 
it was sad. Like I knew my grandma decently well. And I was like, wow, my grandma died. But it's such a different experience than having like a friend die your age. And you're like, just a way, you know what I mean? It's just a way yeah. different. But um, I really think old people and babies dying are the best case scenario because old people, they got to live a full life and there's nothing. My grandma died of Alzheimer's at like 80 something. And I'm like, all right, what, whatever. Like it sucks dick, but you're like, that's not. And then the babies die and you're like, all right, nobody knew the baby. I know we want to pretend we're like, he was going to, and it's like, you didn't, I'm sure for the parents, it's fucking horrible, but that's really kind of like two people that it's going to like deeply affect. But like. 20s, it seems like it's so hard because everybody knew the person well and they didn't get to like live longer. Yeah. That, that's like, I mean, there is like the energy of when you're, especially in comedy now with us, we're hanging out with a lot of people who are like excited about the future. Yeah. 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 And all young people are kind of excited about where their lives are going to go. And then when you see one of those people, just like they're gone. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, it's crazy that like yeah, most of my nuts. life I'm going to live without that person yeah. that I had these, these crazy uh, connection to. But I think it's also like um, – it's so funny because with like mourning, you can't even relate to it with other people because somebody would be like, my dad died. And I'm like – in my mind, I'm like, that's so sad. Yeah. But in my head, it's like I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. But I'm like, that has to be way worse than having a friend. Like in my opinion, yeah. it's like in your head, like, you, like I have a friend whose mom died recently. And I'm like, I can't even – process you can't process somebody else's pain emotionally like in my mind it's meaningless i'm like yeah you're whatever and then you're like oh but really to that person it's like you know what i mean it's like you can't yeah yeah um and i'm sure yeah i'm sure it's way worse than having like yeah because my friend's dad died like five years ago uh in a similar way that like my friend died and at the time i was like you never realized that he was going through horrible you know you can't um Man, this has been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this is like, you know, no, yeah, I don't give a shit because, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, it is definitely a weird thing. Um, but all my funeral experiences have been the same. Like, I've been to three funerals recently where the after party has been loads of cocaine, which is so <laughs> funny that, like, that that's how, like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's how, I mean, that's how my, I, I my funeral, I want to be two ways. I want like a party funeral with whoever does drugs and drinking, but then I'm also a sober person funeral where it is kind of a good get together and lots of cigarettes, coffee, Kratom, whatever you do if you're sober, but everybody's, <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. Yeah. I'd rather, I prefer the cigarettes and coffee thing. I want to die at an age where it's like only really the people in my life are invited because I've yeah. been to funerals for young people, and they're, every single one of them, there's been this thing where they're like, anyone can come and pay their respects. Right. And I'm if I was if it was my funeral and I was watching over it, I'd be like, I don't want fucking any of these people. <laughs> I want, I, like, because I, I know there are like girls I went to high school with. Oh, they're gonna make it who, so like, about them. There, there's two girls I'm thinking of specifically. I'm not making a comment on women. It's just like these two <laughs> yeah. girls I know who like every time someone just in my hometown dies. They like get a tattoo of their name. Like, <laughs> you fucking didn't know that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's like no one is going to be upset with you if you don't attach yourself to this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let a person die for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I know a girl like that. She posted something and she's like, I I'll never forget sitting next to him in English class. And I so badly want to comment. Sounds like you guys were really close. <laughs> <laughs> I told you about that girl. We're like, dude, so funny. This girl. That's the, that's the fucking craziest thing. 
Oh, yeah. When yeah. people, when they take to the internet and be, say something like that, I yeah. sat next to him in English class. It's like, all right, well, he probably didn't even fucking notice you. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about, she like. She had huge tits, so she definitely noticed her. Okay, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but that's the funny part, too, is, like, I was kind of like that until it started happening more, because, like, I had, like, my friend's dad die, like, five years ago, and that, I felt so emotional about it, and yeah. I wrote, like, a story about it in one of my classes, because I was like, this is something serious, and I think it is serious if it is a big thing, but it's so funny looking back at that now, and I'm like, I was so detached from that compared to where I am now, so, like, if you haven't dealt with a lot of loss, I think, like, like I heard some comic on a podcast talking about their dog dying, and they were like, the pain in the struggle every day, and you're like, all right, you know what I mean? It's like, it's so, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not. I, it, I had that with my best friend lives around the corner from me in, in my hometown, and early on in uh, COVID, uh, like with the first month or two of the lockdown, one day, like my dog died, just died in my house. We were all like kind of surprised. Dude, that's it. crazy. My dog died like the second day of lockdown, also. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah. It's like kind of out of the blue. It was like yeah. oh shit, dog died, and then my friend. Uh, one of his friends from our high school who I kind of knew, I didn't really know him that well, he overdosed and he died. Yeah. And so me and my friend went on a walk and we were talking about like our grief and I was talking about my dog and how much I miss my dog and he was talking about like this human being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to like bridge the gap. I was like, yeah, but I don't care about that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's the <laughs> thing. Is in your, in yeah. your brain, you're like, whatever you're going through, there's no way it's compared to what I'm going through. Yeah, because really- if you feel like grief is such a deep feeling, it's yeah, like yeah. if you feel that you're like I just can't, I really don't want to take the energy to like meet you halfway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I want to feel what I'm feeling right now. I'm sad about my dog. Yeah, if yeah. it was my if it was a fucking like ant that lived in my basement that I loved, <laughs> I would feel the same way. A what? Like an ant or like a bug I kept in a cage. Oh yeah. <laughs> be like yeah, I care about that thing more than your your friend. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and that is the thing where like you do want to be like that's nothing, but at the end of the day, it's like everybody just pro- you know what I mean. It's like people process things differently. My dog dying yeah. was like, dude, I don't think about my dog at all. I loved my dog. Not a day has gone by in the last three months that I even remember that I had a dog. And, like, <laughs> I grew up with the dog, dude. There's hundreds of pictures of me like snuggling with the puppy, just constantly the sweetest dog in the world. Loved my dog, but I just don't think about my dog at all. Yeah. Um. But like as I said, everybody has different things with it. But the, the, my favorite thing with that girl with the huge tits, though, was um, she like she posted like an RIP to the guy, and the next post was just her tits, and it was twice the amount of likes on the boob picture than the guy, and they're in the same frame. So like if you scroll through her Facebook, it's like RIP so and so. I remember sitting next to you in English class, like ten likes, and then just her boobs out, and it was like. Can't wait for coronavirus to be over. And it was like 400 likes. And it, just, it was awesome that at the same page, you could just see everybody's reaction. And I think there was one guy who liked the RIP post, but then loved the boot post, which is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, I guess yeah. like I died. It's sad. He's like, oh, f- yes, there we go. These are the posts I'm about. That would be funny if someone like, like faked their own death to see how many of those posts they would get. Oh, like yeah, bullshit. Yeah. And then they'll like reveal that they faked it and be like, I got you. And then everyone's like, that wasn't cool at all. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I had a friend uh, fake die <laughs> for like a full. So, how is that like just uh, like via the internet or something? Dude, it was crazy. His girlfriend, um, and I love both of them. This is a really fucked up thing, but his girlfriend was texting like one of my buddies. Well, my friend who died recently was texting my other friend's girlfriend and was like, hey, where's so and so? And she goes, 
because he hasn't answered my text in two days. She goes, oh, he died. And then she was at the beach. She was just joking around and then just like turned off her phone and went swimming for an hour. And then everybody's like, he died. And they're like, what? And it was one of those where like, it was like five hours where everybody's like, because if you text so-and-so died and don't immediately follow up, everybody's going to think they actually died if you're not going to answer for five straight hours. So for five hours, I'm like crying. We went to his house. Jesus. And we're knocking on the door. And then we get a text. We're like, nah, he's fucking fine. We were just, <laughs> it was so funny because it was like, you don't realize how much you love somebody until they fake. Everybody should fake die once just so everybody's like, because that's actually in my mind a good prank because it's like, Although it puts you through emotional stress, there's a positive ending. Like, out of my friends that died, I would fucking love if somebody was like, nah, they didn't die. Like, that'd be the best feeling in the world. It's almost like, you ever wake up early oh, yeah. and you go back to sleep? It's like that. So it's like, <laughs> uh, people should fake die more because you realize how much you appreciate them. Yeah. It shouldn't be so frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't think so. It's kind of like a good scenario, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm fucking... I would love to fake my own death. It, it would be so much fun to just fuck. I, I don't know. Nah, never mind. I would, mean, you, I, would you even want to like know how you die? Uh, if if you met like an oracle today, it was like I can just you can't no, you, no. you really have no control over it, but I can tell you exactly how you're gonna die. No, unless they are like okay. I'll give you four options. They were like it's either in your sleep, old age cancer or alzheimer's then i'll be like yeah tell me which one of those it is but if they were like i wouldn't want to know if i was going to die of cancer i'd just be like oh really because then i'm just like actually you know what i would because then i would just start smoking again yeah yeah of course yeah yeah <laughs> yeah things like that it's like but i would hate to be like yeah you fucking get hit by a bus because then your whole fucking life you're just going to spend trying to avoid getting hit by buses yeah but then that then you'll be hit by a bus in like the most interesting way. If you like never cross the street, like you're always oh, you're yeah, being yeah. extra careful. <laughs> and then one day it's just like a bus like somehow flies into your bedroom window. Yeah, I used to have be nightmares cool. about that. Yeah, yeah. That's that would that would be fucking crazy. I um Yeah. I guess yeah, I'd probably want to know. I don't know why. I always think it's gonna be something crazy because I have such anxiety. So I'm like, it's gonna be a drug overdose or this or that. But I'm like, I probably I'll probably die of like I don't know, like prostate cancer or something. I'm just, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to die in a crazy way. Cause I don't know. It's like, it's so crazy. Cause I don't even really do drugs anymore. My brain is still like, you're going to fucking, cause I have OCD and my brain will start doing these weird things where like, I'll have a couple like beers at a bar and my brain will be like, this is, this is going to be it. You're going to die puking on your own vomit. Cause my brain just goes through these weird, like <laughs> thought processes. And I'm like, this is crazy. I've had two beers. Why is my brain thinking that I'm going to like die this way? <laughs> Um, same with like mixing medications, bro. I'll be like, I'm so aggressive with it. If I'm taking like Mucinex yeah. and Advil PM, I'll like look for hours. I'm like, can I, yeah, can I too. combine these? <laughs> I, I always freak out about that. I always, yeah. I, there should be like a website where you can just type in two drugs and it'll tell you what There's a basic one, but the problem is it's vague. And the problem is you go through Reddit and then all the comments would be like, yeah, bro, this doesn't even get you that high. And you're like, well, that's not, I'm trying to see like what yeah. the dangers are. And the dangers are tough. Cause like. I don't know, because there are, it is hard, because like Xanax and alcohol, you really can mix together. I mean, it's bad, but it's like, <laughs> you really can do it. Adderall and alcohol, you can 100% mix together, and you will be fine 90% of the time. But then some weird shit, you know what I mean? Then it'll be like, oh, yeah, no, you yeah. can't take fucking Advil PM with a fucking MAOI inhibitor. And you're like, I, I, how was I supposed to fucking know that? Yeah, that's true. I guess like, like what the, every time they've told you like you definitely can't mix these two drugs, 
it's because you'll either get addicted to how awesome it is. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll way overdo it. And, yeah, and yeah. fuck yourself up too much. But then there was a weird level. Like, I have a family member who literally took an Oxycontin and had, like, two glasses of wine and got rushed to the hospital. Damn. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's very, like... Yeah. But then I also know some dude who took a morphine pill and had, like... We were in fucking uh, Mexico. And this dude's like, yeah, bro, fucking pharmacy hit that shit up. Took fucking five Viagra, six morphine. I've been drinking booze all day. And you're like... <laughs> All right, so is it bad? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think opiates and alcohol is pretty dangerous. I think. Yes. Um, but I think Adderall and alcohol really isn't that dangerous. Like, I, I mean, it's you shouldn't do it, but I don't think it's like. Yeah, but I mean, you also shouldn't just, you shouldn't do cocaine at all. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And but you can like, mix alcohol and cocaine very safely. Yeah, I don't know about very safely. Dude, it's. it's You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. likely, but like, yeah. it's, you know, it's ill-advised. Right. But then mixing cocaine and like Xanax, I think is pretty dangerous. Like there are certain things that are yeah. like, uh, and obviously mixing opiates and cocaine is like wildly dangerous. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think I, there's no way I'll die of a drug problem. I can't because I I, don't, I just like don't like drugs. Yeah, I yeah. could only die of like I'm taking mushrooms and I walk in front of like a bus or something. Yeah, but that's gonna I be the funny something. part is even if that happens, people are gonna make up some narrative where they're like. It was, the, you know what I mean? It's like, no matter how you die, everybody starts rapping and other shit, and they're going to be like, yeah, man, this is why you don't do mushrooms. And you're like, well, this is a complicated scenario. You're like, he walked, you know what I mean? He was walking down the street. Could have yeah. happened not on mushrooms. That's the weird thing about the psychedelic drug stuff, because, like, I really think they're pretty harmless, but then you get the occasional story that's, like, nuts, and then everybody's like, this is dangerous because of this. And you're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I think mushrooms generally are, like, perfectly safe yeah but yeah. i like you know like acid it's just because like you don't know who's making it right that's yeah. like the, i don't know that's the one yeah. like drawback of that is like this is a chemical that someone synthesized and it that kind of freaks me out a little bit yeah that's yeah, why yeah. i'm like i'm not interested in ever doing molly i'm like eh. yeah yeah that's why i think i think it's the most overrated drug in the world and it's just like the most cut drug out of like basically anything yeah it's like the most commonly not molly um but yeah, I don't know. I, I get scared about. I would love to do mushrooms again because like that would be something I think I could see myself getting back into. I mean, I've always had horrible experiences on it, but I think if I could like find a way to like get through that fear of being on mushrooms, I mean, it seems like it, it's the perfect drug for comedy because you kind of do it during the day and kind of yeah. still have a night. Yeah, most I, drugs aren't like like if you drink during the day, it fucks up your sets, or you're hungover, it fucks up your full next day. If you're doing, yeah. you can't do coke. You can't do Molly, really. That's why I don't understand these, like, older comedians. Not older, but just, like, people have been doing it for a while. And you hear these stories about them. Like, like Jim Jeffries used to get drunk and do coke all the time. Like, how did you manage a career? It's crazy to yeah, me. I'm like, it's nuts. that's fucking wild. I mean, I guess you have to get to the point where you're so good at comedy that you could do it in any mindset. Like, I've sort of yeah. gotten that way where if I'm hungover, I can kind of do better than I used to be able to do. But I'm like, I do not understand how you could drink and do coke all the time and be successful it's and there are loads of people that did that and i'm like that's that idea is mind-boggling yeah. to me i think i mean i think cocaine generally will make you un unfunny yeah it's yeah. not a, like good drug for comedy no you're like serious as yeah shit. yeah but uh, but if you're like jim jeffries say like you're most of the rooms he's playing are like either there for him which is very forgiving or it's like he's playing just a better audience than what we usually do. So it's not like that hard. That's a good point. I'm like, you know, it's not. Yeah. I'm not saying like he isn't good or anything. No, he's great. Yeah, he's fantastic, and he's very talented. But he has that level of talent, and then he's 
playing to like full rooms of people who are like there to see comedy. And if they're his fans, they're there to party. So like they right. like that he's drunk and he smells like booze. And, That's a good point. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's not like yeah. I think about that. It's so funny because you don't realize that we are doing some of the hardest comedy. Like I talk to other people about them, like, dude, if you go to like these better comedy clubs, like that audience is having a great, like they're there for comedy compared to like yeah. most of the shows we're doing, people got dragged in off the street. Yeah, and they're and like, they're, like, they're skeptical of the whole show. They're like, they're not sure that it's comedy yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, oh, I'm, I forgot how hard it, you're like, I'm so used to performing for smaller crowds. Now I used to be terrified, bro. Cause like in Florida, a lot of the shows would be more people. Like I used to be like, dude, I want to perform for five people. How am I going to do that? Now I don't even think twice about it. I'm like, okay, there's five people. Yeah. I'll fucking, and it's not like all the shows are five people, but like for me, it's like I have no fear now performing for four people at all. I'm like, whatever. Who, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you didn't realize you're like, oh, yeah, a lot of people are used to performing for fucking hundreds of people every night. Yeah. And obviously, like, there's different skills with it, but it's so funny to think about, like, dude, you could, I don't know, every, I've never bombed. I'm not saying it's never going to happen, but I've never bombed in a room of fucking more than 40 people, really. Yeah, same. It's just like it's so hard when it's like six people or eight people and they're like uncomfortable. Yeah. The audience is uncomfortable that like they aren't surrounded by more people like and you can see all of them individually. Yeah. So they're like they don't know if they should even laugh or like they're just paying attention because they feel awkward. Oh, especially if you do a fucked up joke. It's like you, yeah. you think I mean I don't have any fucking AIDS material. But if you did an AIDS group you think a group of people, they're more likely to laugh than some guy like in a, with his fucking work friends, just him and people and go, <laughs> yeah, you know what this? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to get somebody to like jump on board with shit. It's like, it's, they're way more uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a full room, it, you don't even really see their faces. You just see like, you know, moving bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And if one of five people would laugh and there's fucking 50 people in there, that's already 10 people laughing compared to one. Yeah. And they feel more comfortable doing it because they're, <laughs> they're hit, they're hidden to a degree. Yeah. 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 But if it's, you know, fucking, four people five people like, and it's even with non-inappropriate material people just don't want to laugh loud if they're in a smaller yeah. environment that's why it's rewarding as shit when you fucking crush for like 10 yeah. people you're like fuck yeah that's like it's like crying on the train you feel like <laughs> everyone is staring at you yeah 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 it's yeah it's weird compared to crying at my chemical romance concert where everybody's crying that's just <laughs> what the environment is <laughs> you concert guy at all hate concerts really <laughs> I hate them. you're the only person i know who hates concerts Eli hates him too. Really? I don't. Maybe he's a little different. But yeah, live live music. I think is it's never been worth it, dude. I'm the I've never been to a concert. And I've been like that's the greatest experience of my life. Really? Yeah, I, I love the only one I, I saw this band called Slightly Stupid, and I was bummed out by them because <laughs> you know Slightly Stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're bummed out by them because what they fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking take that shit back. <laughs> I love Slightly Stupid, but um. They didn't play any of their music. They play like just weird. Yeah. Just like they're like this third reggae album that you're like, come on, we just want the hits. Um, that was a bummer. I mean, I'm going to do, I mean, I have trash taste in music, bro. I'm going to see Sum 41 and Simple Plan next month, and I'm so well, excited. That'll be fun. That, yeah, that sounds, it'll be, yeah. be fun. Yeah. But the, the price doubled in two What days. are you going to the Vegas what? thing? No, 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 no. They're they're playing on a rooftop. Uh, um, and they're both doing their like most popular albums. Like they're doing, Sum 41's doing uh, all. Are they doing all all killer no filler, and then Simple Plan's doing that one where they're like after prom. They're, they're playing like, the Scooby Doo theme yes, song. Yes, yes, <laughs> and I'm just a kid. And so that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for that because I don't know. I 
I don't know if I could crowd surf anymore. Some 41 was the last time I tried crowd surfing. And that was the saddest feeling to find out you can't do it anymore. Because, like, I I went to see some 41, like, five years ago. And I crowd surfed and got dropped on my head, like, directly. Uh, yeah. I don't like that shit at all. No, no. It That's something I really, it really freaks me the fuck out. It makes me so nervous when I'm in a big public space like that. Like a music festival or just, like, there's a crowd and someone gets, like, seriously hurt. Yeah. But I just see someone bleeding, and I'm like, I know that you're, like, so fucked up. But if it's the summer and we're outside, I'm like, and you're dehydrated, and it's just that you've hurt yourself, and no one knows what to do. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, that's the funniest thing with the with, me with the the Travis Scott concert. Because I've been to so many concerts, so it's – a lot of people were like, dude, the second somebody needed medical attention, they should have stopped the concert. I'm like, dude, I have been to very few concerts where somebody doesn't need medical attention. Like, yeah. Dude, we used to go to this concert called Excision. I got kicked out my first year. Uh, my first year, I got kicked out because I got too fucked up, and my parents had to come pick me up. Second year we went, we show up, and there's a girl in a fucking wheelchair just on Molly, just like <laughs> getting rushed out. There's another girl, fucking security, like on her shoulder, just kids doing drugs, getting so fucked up. We went there with a limousine full of people. 20 kids went. Five came back. Hospital. Arrested. Hospital. <laughs> arrested. Like five kids got alcohol poisoning. One of my friends, this dude did Molly in the shards. He snorted them, cut his lungs up. Oh. Yeah, that's EDM, baby. That's yeah. why we do. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's that shit. And then it's like, dude, I I've been to concerts where like I see like one dude was shake grabbing my leg one time, and I told him like fuck off. And then I realized he was having a seizure from drugs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then he got taken out there. I um. Another one of my – dude, I have so so many friends that have been hospitalized for drugs. Like one of my other friends went to a music festival, took like five tabs of research chemicals that he thought was acid, and then did a bunch of molly. He had a seizure. Um, yeah, it's constant, especially those like EDM concerts. Like you're going to have overdoses like yeah. left and right. Um, I don't – I don't – I just – I hate <laughs> you like that. I hate like the mob <coughs> me oh, yeah. mentality. yeah. Like one, I love like comedy, even live comedy, because it's like this is a very like human thing. It's someone talking, and you have to the audience has to process what they're saying. Oh yeah, it's so and, like, different than yeah, it's a, like a, a arena full of people who are so fucked up so fucked, and they're yeah. hypnotized by some person on stage. And someone's and doing something that's so loud that it's making all of them go insane. Yeah, and and I hate when like lights just fights break out and shit. I, yeah. I, I don't understand that. Like, you're both at the concert of a band you like. Yeah. And a guy rubs against you, so you beat him unconscious. Yeah, it is it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I just, the only, actually, you know what? The one, I've had the, the opportunity to go to like a lot of really cool concerts and stuff, and I've only enjoyed the this one because it wasn't in like a venue. Was it Chet Hanks? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I was in Denmark. My friend lives in Denmark. And they have this festival in Copenhagen called uh, Distortion, which is every street in the city has a different stage with That's a different music so act. so cool. And it was fucking great. So we went we went into the city, and we were drinking for like 12 hours. I like blacked out for most of it. But we just we were walking to every different stage and dancing, and then we just walked out of the city when we were done. Yeah. I don't like when it's like in an arena and you can't get out. You have to talk to the security and shit. It's just like... They should do more limited concerts where, like, they have to limit the number of people. That seems like a reasonable solution. Like, it sucks because they make, like, half the amount of money. But, like, for safety reasons, I think there should be a capacity for concerts. 
<laughs> yeah. It's like lower than it is because it is kind of like fucking wild. Because you're like, <laughs> this is nuts that like this many people can be in this fucking like this is yeah. a- always a fire hazard. Like every concert, there's no way. Oh yeah. I also I just I hate everyone else that's there. I yeah. don't like I I'm just the lamest guy when it comes to shit like this, but I hate that everyone like I went to this concert. I brought my girlfriend for her birthday. We went to see this band called Doctor Dog, which I'm, I don't. I've know. heard of Doctor Dog. I don't know anything about them. They they oh. were at Bonner. I didn't see them, but I just remember seeing them in the lineup like five years. Whatever. Everything was five years ago. These yeah. are all different. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> they were and they were fine. Whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know their music very well, but we go and we're. I don't like, know why. I picture just some like Doctor Dog. Like I don't. Know, I picture like seventies <laughs> funk, and then just like black guy comes on stage. It's Doctor Dog with all my friends. We're gonna have a good time now. <laughs> it's the Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that would be Dog. way. I would have loved that. That would yeah, yeah, have awesome. been way cooler. It was like some you know dorky like alt rock band. So the exact thing. opposite of cool seventies black the, guys. The lamest music. thing. It's yeah. guys that have. Tattoo, so many tattoos, and you're still like you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> but this, so like I was, we got to the concert. We're inside. It was in Terminal Five, and I'm waiting on the line to buy drinks. I was buying drinks for me and my girlfriend, and then there was this guy with his girlfriend, and his girlfriend went up to the bar, and my girlfriend went up to the bar, and then the guy turned, looked at me, and it just goes, Doctor Dog. <laughs> it's like dude, we're not gonna hang out man <laughs> that's so funny just be like hey man guess who we're seeing yeah i wanted to fucking punch him in the throat it was like, <laughs> dumbest idiot i've ever met <laughs> dr dog <laughs> Do- dr dog pretty like, sick right it's yeah like dude a- we both spent a lot of money on these <laughs> <days>. <laughs> i think the fun it is interesting that you go to different places it's not even necessarily about the artist. It could be about the venue you see them at. Because I saw Blink-182 at a fucking... Uh, the worst time I saw them was... Okay, so I saw them at a college in college. and Or no, it was... Well, I saw them twice in college. But one time I saw them in college, and it was in a college town. And that was cool because it was $40. You could be front row. But it sucked because all the kids that went there were scene kids. And I was like, oh, that's not... Uh, these kids kind of suck. They're just like very goth kids that were like there for like... The later Blink-182 music. Yeah. But then the first Blink-182 concert I saw was all dudes in their 40s just getting fucked up. And that was the best, most fun <laughs> thing. Just dudes with the Mohawks that are like fucking 50 years old. They're like, dude, I fucking love Blink-182. But it's a mix of that and dudes with like a basketball jersey who are like, I also love Blink-182. Because yeah. like, like if you were a Blink-182 fan in like high or the two, that, you know, that was like a normal thing. Because it yeah. was like a, po- it was popular music. So it would be like going to see you know, you could see maybe Blink-182 or, like, a Smash Mouth. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's little different eras, but, like, that same kind of, like, it's just general everybody music. I get you, yeah. But then the later concert was, like, the people that are, like, into, like, the more emo Blink-182 music that came later. And they fucking, dude, they were just on their phone like this the whole time, like, just <laughs> crying, basically. Yeah. Um, now, there's nothing compared to, like, when I saw them in Tampa, and it was just fucking sick, dude. It was just... Yeah. Yeah. That is, like, cool. I'm, I think I am, like immune to the hype of things like if i was at if i was at like a a baseball game and there's like someone hits a home run and everyone's fucking going crazy and then there's a fan of the same team as me next to me and he's like hitting me on the back i would be like just fucking stop touching yeah yeah yeah. i just i don't i don't i really don't get into the energy of it Ah, uh, see, I'm the opposite. Like, I saw, dude, I saw Blink-Man, too. They just came out to the words, fuck, in flaming letters. I'm like, these guys are so cool. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, these guys, these guys are the coolest, right? <laughs> just so excited. I, went, um, I did that. I went to, uh, I saw when Roger Waters did The Wall. Are you a Pink Floyd yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah. He did The Wall when I was, like, 13. And I went uh, with my dad, 
we went, it was at Nassau Coliseum, we went and saw him do it, and it was like very cool, because I liked that music, but I was still like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then there's a point, they build the wall behind him throughout the concert, that's like what that, oh, that's the, cool. it, it is interesting. And then there's a line, they keep like projecting shit onto it, it's like the production of it is cool. There's a line in one of the songs in in Mother, that song Mother, where he's like, should I trust the government? And then on the wall, they project the word. It's like, no fucking way. <laughs> and the whole audience was like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm 13. And I was like, you guys are fucking so lame. Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. Yeah, that is funny. But you don't realize. Yeah, something's like so fucking dumb. And you're like, yeah, you're talking. You're a fucking billionaire is playing the bass on stage. And you're like, yeah, you rock, dude. Yeah. yeah Stick yeah. it to the man. Yeah. Well, that's the funniest is like, I always think about I love System of a Down, but that concert has to be so funny because they're like we're here to talk about the armenian genocide and like the whole audience <laughs> is like yeah we don't care we fucking <laughs> we don't give a shit you don't give a fuck there's no way a system of a down fan is like into their politics but they're so overtly political yeah. but they're always political about messages that i don't understand they're like wasn't one of them like a politician or something they have like an interesting makeup of that band maybe yeah i, I don't know what they all have them. like different like weird backgrounds i think one of them was like he was like in some intelligence agency and he quit or some crazy that's shit. cool they have like an interesting thing going. It's like Rage Against the Machine is like, I don't really even know what the message is, but I'm with you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are just System cool. of Down is always so specific. Like Armenian genocide or something I know zero about. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, the new law, 42, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> We're like, what? But I, my favorite, they have this one song called uh, Prison. Or it's called a prison song. And it's like, um, it's got this one line, but it's, it's they sing the music. And then randomly the guy will come in and be like, over 42% too of the American population is in prison. <laughs> well, it's like, he's like, it's like, uh, since 1982, the prison system has doubled in size. <laughs> and then like, uh, and there's this like sick bass line where the, ba or the ba or maybe it's bass or guitar comes in and then uh, the search tank and the singing's like, something, something, something to fund secret wars around the world. And you're like, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. It's just, I love System of a Doubt. They're awesome. Yeah, I, I I have a friend who I'm sure he's a listener. I love the guy. He listens to this. He loves System Down. He's gonna fucking hate that I just like butchered that whole song. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's just it. funny that they have that message that I guarantee you half the people listening are like, nah, dude, look at that guy on the guitar. It's fun. Yeah, that's like, I there are a few bands I would love to see live, even though I'm, not, I'm I don't love live music, or whatever. But I would still definitely go. Like I would. A thousand percent go and see Rage Against the Machine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would 100%. see. Like, I well, love. there's bands like that. And I think System of a Down, like, although they're not as high as far as like, no, right. Like, that's another band that I'm like, oh, these people have enough. Because people don't have enough music to actually go see them in concert. But like, Rage Against yeah. the Machine, System of a Down, I'm like, these rock bands, a lot of them have so much more hits that you're like, oh, I would so much rather see them. Definitely. Than yeah. like a rapper who's going to play like, they're like, all right, so here's from my fucking fifth mixtape. And you're like, I don't. Like, yeah. rap concerts, in my experience, have been fucking awful. Um, besides... Okay. Ben Shapiro. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Well, because it's like, I don't know, there's there's so much, like... I, I think they just do it incorrectly. So many rap concerts, will they play the song in the background? Because it's hard to do live. I get it. It's hard to rap fast live. So, like, a lot of them, they'll just play their song in the back, and then they'll hit, like, half the verse, and they'll get winded, and then they'll let it run a little bit, and then they'll jump back in. Uh, but sometimes yeah. they, I've seen where they're not matching the verse. They're like a second late on it. I'm like this sounds, you're just singing along to your song. Um, That's very lame. Yeah. I, yeah. Went, I went and saw Graham uh, had like an extra ticket to see Tyler, the creator when he was doing Igor. 
think yeah. he came to MSG like three years ago. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll come. And I hated I hated every second of it. Really? But his opening act was Jaden Smith. Oh, interesting. And J- he was dog shit, like so bad. And then he he does like 45 minutes and then he gets off stage and then half of the arena clears out. <laughs> and then the other people come in who were like like Jaden Smith fans left and on mass and then the arena filled back oh up with God. Tyler fans. And That's Tyler annoying. like I don't particularly love his music but it was like pretty rough. Really? The whole concert was like whatever. I can see him just doing weird stuff. He's just having sex with the pillow on stage while like saying just some yeah. weird. It's also like his the production on his songs is so like different and like oh, interesting yeah. and then when you I will say this play that over the speakers at oh, an sure arena, it horrible, it sounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like tv stuff i saw kendrick lamar was fucking awesome i saw him at bonnery one time totally sober it was like we it was before we like because you don't want to do drugs too early on in the day and it was like it was like 6 p.m or just getting or maybe it's like it's probably eight but it was just getting dark and it was fucking awesome because he was like just amazing performance and that's back when like it's funny because back in the day, an artist would have a bad concert and then everybody would be like, that guy sucks live. And it's like, it's pretty hard to rap so fast. It's like, like it's, yeah. I think rapping is a very hard thing to do at concert. People don't realize it because it's like the speed, you're just doing so many words per minute compared to like rock where you're kind of singing slower. And, you know, I think it's an EDM where you're not talking at all. Yeah, it's a different like physical. Right. But I saw him and it was everybody talked shit about him. He's like, oh, he fucking sucked because he came to Orlando. Apparently, it was bad. But then I saw him at Bonner. I was like, this is an amazing concert. Yeah, but he seems like the kind of guy who's like, like sometimes you a musician or a musical act, their whole thing will just be like, you know, their brand and building it up, and they don't really like take the time to figure out how to be a performer. Yeah, yeah. But he seems like the kind of guy who has like that crazy drive to be the best at everything. Yes. Yeah. 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 So but it's like, also like I think Kanye could probably suck live. I've heard mixed things about him because I could see him also like just doing a bad performance. You know what I mean? Or like it's annoying yeah. that he doesn't curse anymore, which has nothing to do with Christianity. Um, yeah, it's just, he but he's like great at like two things, and then in every other aspect of his life, he's kind of just like a fat lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? That's true. Yeah. But he's like somebody you would think has good. I, I don't know. I, maybe I just haven't seen cool videos. I saw one of him doing Runaway, and he just has like a a knight's mask on. You know, like the knights, <laughs> and then he's just playing Runaway on like a thing. I'm like, this guy's bizarre. That's kind of hilarious. I was like, I wish he, he had. Just had. You know, like the smallest music player, like that little like yeah, yeah, yeah. just one of those, just doing boop, boop, <laughs> but just like fucking knights, like metal mask. You, just, you like you're so good at like producing music and like rapping. That you get, he gets to that level. He's like the biggest, most famous person in the world, right? And then he just does like autistic, silly nonsense, like yeah, 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 yeah. wearing like chainmail, <laughs> dude. Him wearing the fucking blanket on his head and running around stage is the funniest. It's so you see funny. that video, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. fucking wild. Like, what is this, dude? This is the most ins- like this is crazier than you attack. If if he were it now and stabbed Pete Davidson, I'll be like. That is more level-headed than you're just throwing a blanket on your head and running around. Like, there's yeah. no logic to what he was doing. No, yeah. And people, Don, I think it was the first Donda one, the Las Vegas one, that you're like, what is this? And people are so, like, invested in the cult of his genius that they're like... Be this like, is for sure going to get picked up on the mic. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Sorry. My, the heat is so loud in this place. Oh, there we go. Turn it off. It'll turn back on. It'll, yeah. <laughs> it'll just keep going. But, like, he can do anything, and they'll be like, don't worry. It means something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even yeah. if it just definitely doesn't. Oh, no, not at yeah. all, yeah. Um, what was I going to say, though? I, I fucking... But also, like as I said, I saw, I've said this a million times, Riff Raff, amazing stage presence. But that's because he's not putting effort into, like... 
know what I mean? It's like he's creating, not creating like great music. Right no, now. no, he's just like you know, dance and have a good ass time. He's just like a hype man. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Smith though, I I hate that guy with such a burning passion. I think it's just because I had his water and it was fucking terrible. Jaden Smith has water. He has a water company. It's like in it's like in a carton. It's fucking disgusting. Like, how do you make water taste bad? You're <laughs> a fucking idiot. If you fucked up water. It's something obviously where he's like, yeah, this water, you know, like funds uh, people that stop genocide in like nine co- or something like that. And I'm like, well, I'm now on the side of that genocide because this is the worst <laughs> fucking water I've ever had. <coughs> also, I don't know. There's something I saw. There's something. He's just we. I don't know. I just I don't like he, he just was born like super famous already. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. got to make you the craziest kind of person. But it's not even likable though. Like, like I love Chet Hanks. I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And he was born so rich. Like, you can go two ways with, I don't know. It's like. But that's like, Tom Hanks has like a bunch of kids. And right. Two of them have careers in the public eye. One of them, Chet Hanks, is actually famous. The other one, I, f- I forget what his other, like Connor Hanks. Ch- no. What's his name? It's something. Yeah. But he's like, he's just some dork. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah no yeah, one cares yeah. about him. But Chet Hanks is like hilarious. Oh, he's odd. Like, I love, yeah. I don't know. I love. like. I was but watching- it is the same thing as Jaden Smith. He's like that for the same reason. He's, That's a good point. He's just a little bit easier to like digest. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I hate when people try to be something they're not. Like I was watching fucking Jersey Shore. That show is amazing. Okay, so I hated it. I watched it when I was like in middle school and high school, like just on TV. I'm like, this is garbage TV. And I watched it last night. And I'm like, I would so much rather watch these Guidos beat the shit out of each other than hear anybody I know talk about politics. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, totally. these are like, and it's one of those things where I'm like, dude, I'm guilty of it too. Like I'll constantly be like, why do we always have to talk about politics? And then I'll get into it. And it's annoying that it's that, totally, c- yeah. that cycle. And I'll say that. I'll catch myself being like, I, just, I hate talk about politics. Hate talk, and I'm. That's just. I think that's the coolest stance to have. Yes, because people like I want to be that guy who talk about Biden and people talk about Trump, and I'm like, fuck, let's just fucking chill. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm also fucking annoying right now. Oh, 100 yeah. percent, yeah. <laughs> but those Jersey Shore people, they're not even trying to not talk about politics. They're like, yeah, they don't know what's going on, they're, and they're so far from caring. They're not even like, <laughs> they're like, dude, there are way more important things here. I have to fuck this chick. Tonight. They're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. like in their mind, it genuinely is not. It's the most meaningless thing, and it's the most liberating thing, watching these guidos just get fucked up, talk about pussy, and I'm like, I, I miss when my life was that simple, because there was a time period in my life where I was like, dude, if I could just get drunk and bang a girl, everything's going to be okay, and I'm so far from that now, because I'm in a relationship, and not that I don't like sex, but you're it, the, the value of it's not like, you're like, it's awesome, but in your mind, you, you, you realize you're like, oh, there are more important things in the world than sex and getting drunk, you know what I mean? Absolutely. But, but when it's just on that like specific point, when you're not getting laid though, it like your your whole context for that is different. Oh, 100%. you think like if I could just have sex right now, I would be happy. Change everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it totally but, does. But not. those guys, I think they fuck, and then they're like, I think even at age fifty, they're like, dude, fucking pussy, bro. It's amazing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're 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 not because like I think when I come, like I love sex, but then like I'll come and then five minutes later I'll be like, like that was amazing. Like I I love, but I'm like I'm like. Dude, I I don't know if I'm gonna have a career. You know what I mean? There's just a thought that come yeah. in your head. You're like, oh, I'm gonna die. No, are people gonna remember me when I die? You're just thinking about the dumbest shit. Where those guys are just like, dude, I, I was hard the whole time. Like yeah. they'll think about that for like <laughs> fucking days. But that must that must come from just being like smarter. 
Yes. We're not, I'm not saying we're geniuses or anything, but like the only reason we're anxious about anything is because we're smart enough to think about it. 100%. Yeah. Those are like, so I wish, you know, I was just a fucking moron. Dude, it looks that, awesome. Yeah, it looks I'm like, way better. <laughs> dude, just hearing them and the chicks too, they're just like, they're like, They'll just say stuff just so funny. They'll be like, listen, I'm a sweetheart, but if you fucking kiss my man, I'll beat you with a fucking hammer. And you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> These are like the best fucking people in the world. You're like, this is, as far as like entertainment value, I'm like, this is amazing. Because I don't know, I wish I could get my Twitter, like my Instagram, I have it down. It's Batman stuff. It's uh, monkeys. It's uh, a lot of animal videos like that. Algorithm is perfect for that. But my Twitter is still all politics and I blocked politics completely. Um, but like I, I went in and I was like, don't Biden, Trump, uh, Democrat, Republican, all that stuff. I was like, I, I, you can block it from your Twitter feed, but it still fucking pops up. But the problem is I click on shit too much. And then also like every comic just t- posts so much about politics. that It's like, it's just going to come up in the, yeah, it's so hard. I think now to be funny on like as a comedian, if to have like a funny web presence, cause I, I follow it, you know, so many comedians on yeah, so many yeah. platforms and like, the perfect example of it is like the incident at the Oscars where Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith. Everyone had a take on it, and none of them were funny. Besides that one I saw, made me laugh so hard. Where Which the guy one? goes, "You think Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is funny? Replace the word Will with airplanes and the word Chris <laughs> with Twin Towers. Not laughing now, are you?" That was kind of funny. Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, that was funny because it was like it's taking what other people do because people comment on it constantly, and there are a lot of people are like, "Well." What if you replaced Chris Bragg? What if he hit a woman? What if he, and you're, everybody yeah. does these hypothetical scenarios that you're like, all right, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I saw so many takes. It's like tr- people trying to be funny that were like that one guy that, that, just, that had posted the picture of uh, the slap and his caption was, get vaccinated. It's like, what, the, what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you didn't think for one second about what that means. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> what does it? it mean? Anything. I also love the alopecia posts that are like, listen, alopecia ever since i found out about it yesterday is a big deal okay now now that i know about it i have a very strong you know what i mean it's like yeah um but then there's that other take now it's arguments about whether alopecia is a big deal you know it's it's the arguments of like you know that's just what the internet is you're gonna argue yeah bullshit but then like mostly just the comedians trying to be funny and then the joke becomes people trying to make jokes out of it like Yeah, yeah the formatting of the memes is the joke Oh, 100%. You know, yeah, it's yeah. just like, and it, it happens within 12 hours, and it's just like, you were so saturated with this bullshit. Like, how, how do you really think you're going to make someone laugh? Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just watching, that was just it. That was like, I was like, that's all I needed. This was, a, yeah. Yeah. The video was fun, and yeah, wherever. Um, but yeah, it is funny because, like, that's why I try not to post topical things because, like, the second you fucking do it, somebody else is going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless the only thing I've noticed is just posting something that's so out there that other people would not post. Like, I posted such a dumb meme. I don't even think it's that funny. But when that Dr. Larry Nasser thing was happening, I posted like a Marvel what if, like the multiverse thing. And it was like him winning a trophy as Dr. Larry NASCAR. It's like a NASCAR <laughs> driver. And I'm like, this is so dumb. That nobody's <laughs> going to post it. And I'm going to post it. Or I post like a Kyle Rittenhouse one where it's like Kyle Rittenhouse music. And it's like, and I was like, this is like so. But I, I made me giggle. I'm like, nobody's going to post this, number one, because they don't want to. Like, some things are so. The Will Smith Oscar thing was so uh, 
not inappropriate yeah. that everybody's going to post about it. But some things will be so out there that are like, nobody's going to post a meme about this. Yeah. Um, That's like the funniest shit in the world to me is like like memes that are like ironic. Like they just get it wrong or like the joke is that whoever made it is an idiot. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. funny thing. And then it's weird to me how many comedians I know that just don't understand stuff like that. Oh, yeah, because that's the next level, right? Because the first level yeah. is let's make fun of this. And the next level is let's make this so weird that you're like, who the fuck posted that? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, it catches you off guard. Because the second you see something like that happen on the Oscars, you're like, all right, I'm going to see 10,000 like clever jokes. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. see people post the fucking Fresh Prince theme song. You know like what that. would be original? If somebody just had a take where they fucking did like a face video and yeah. they're like, listen, man, we need to divide the peepees and the poopoos or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that yeah, next. that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's Because like, you're scrolling through all that bullshit and then you just see something that it's the joke is like whoever posted this just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so funny to me. Somebody it's, just being like, listen, Chris Rock, man. Should have jarred his piss, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> just like something just totally out of left field. You're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Yeah. You know who does that great? Brandon Puff. That guy will post yes. the funniest shit in that vein, and you're like, what is he even <laughs> saying? It's so hilarious. But this, what you're saying, like Larry NASCAR posting <laughs> when like a horrible thing is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like reading like what's trending right now, Larry Nasser, and then making Larry NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just him with like a fucking trophy. <laughs> well, everyone's tweeting like, this is horrible. The Olympics should fucking be held accountable for this horrible, like whatever, and you're just <laughs> Larry NASCAR. Yeah, it's just silly. Um, yeah, then there was, dude, like, I think the funniest fucking thing I've seen in forever was that Steve Harvey flashlight. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, dude, you send that all the time. You send that to, like, me and people. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. great. No, it's yeah. so... Because I'm like, just... The, my favorite is the... There's, like, a picture of, like, the Steve Harvey, and it's like... So, basically, for the people that are listening, it's, like, one of the mouth flashlights. It's just, like, clearly, like, a black face, and, like, clearly Steve Harvey's mustache, and the bottle has, like, a picture of Steve Harvey. So, you'd be, like, you'd be <laughs> fucking Steve Harvey in the mouth. <laughs> And just the fucking, my favorite is there's one of those. And then the next picture is like, you've been blocked by Steve Harvey. Yeah. Like, that's so funny to me. That's <laughs> oh, great though. When you see some shit like that and you're like some fucking weirdo put so much effort into making this. Oh yeah. yeah it's so funny. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. That's that, that, that is like where the, yeah, that's the meme sphere you want to fucking be in, but it's, it's hard to like get your things aligned to that. Cause it's so yeah. funny how many comedians post things that just aren't, fun you're like this is just so not funny yeah this take on this but like just having like a way out of fucking left field is but that's like that's like what the best part about the internet is it's like comedy used to just be whoever you saw on like late night yeah. telling just over the plate jokes and the weirdest it would get would be like steve martin or andy kaufman and those were like weird people yeah and now with the internet it's like all right most people just like the weirdest shit they think that's funny yeah, yeah. And then the people who still do like over the plate jokes, it's like you're just trying to like have a career, which is fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. But this isn't like funny. But there also sometimes there could be a total lack of structure that can be not like I think okay, for what's it called? For memes, a lack of structure can be hilarious. Yeah, but, but like, sometimes people don't get the joke and they just think it's they just do a lack of structure kind of thing that right, doesn't we, really make sense. Yes. So like the the perfect example are those motivational ones. Because those are funny, where it'll be like, because uh, motivational ones where it'll be a picture of like Leonardo DiCaprio and it's like, get yourself in line, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, then somebody yeah. will post a funny one where it's like, you know, divide your pee pees and poo poos. Uh, 
Always stick a goose in your ass. Just yeah. like stuff like that. Wake up, take a shit, get out of bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny because you are mocking. You know, it's not like it's just. That's not like Leonardo DiCaprio's face just on like a jar of pickle. Like there's actual some. Because no. my problem is like some of the like adult swim stuff. Some of it's funny, but some of it's so out there that I'm like, I don't see the funny aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The joke is like, look at how weird we can be. Right. And you're like, but then I think you can leave is the hilarious because it's like almost got like the tiniest bit of structure but it's you know what i mean it's like that yeah but so but what's funny about those like those memes like the leonardo dicaprio stuff is like it seems like just out of left field and weird but there's so much context to it that's a great that point. you impl- yeah. if you're an internet person you implicitly understand yeah. there's so much that that's built on and you immediately understand all of it when you're looking at it you're like i know what this image of an actor next to shit he didn't say. Yeah. I've seen them done like like where it's not a joke. I've yeah. seen them done by people who can't even speak English, who write like just write them incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny. My favorite was somebody did Leonardo DiCaprio motivational quotes, and they had the picture of Calvin Candy. So they had him <laughs> as a slave master, and it's like, get your business and work. And people were like, I think I'm pretty sure the guy that shared it, it wasn't uh, black or he was like a Hispanic guy. Yeah. But like, I'm sure it's not racist. But it's just the it's just the fact that he like didn't realize that they're using the worst picture of him, and it lined up perfectly. It was like, make sure nobody talks back to you. It's like all this stuff yeah, that I'm like, yeah, yeah. but he didn't know. I'm like, this is a very bad picture of Leonardo DiCaprio to use for this. Yeah, it's his or worst it's, character. There's so many of those things that are like unironically or like ironically funny but the person who made him was being serious yeah yeah so many of it like it'll be a picture of it like tom hardy like straightening his tie and then it'll just say something horrible about women yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know my favorite sect of the internet there's a huge sect of guys who were very mad about um child custody and I'm like, dude, I totally agree. Like, I'm sure there's like a lot of issues where like the women will just immediately get the kids and the guy will get totally fucked. It's a serious thing, but it's just funny that like that'll be so far, so much of the internet. Yeah. It's just like, you know, that would picture of like, there's like the, the mom and she's got like the kid on the puppets and the dad is like, terrifyingly reaching for it. And it's like, be careful who you get married to. They might take your kids from you. And I saw that shared like so much across the internet. And it's just yeah. funny that that's like, people were like, man, they're not, they're like, they're serious memes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, it's crazy when you think about like the first memes you ever saw, which is just like a cat. It's like, yeah. can I have cheeseburger or something? Or it's like the original motivational poster, which is like a black frame around a picture and then like a thing under it yeah yeah those are the first things and then you still see memes that are like based on that format right but they're they've been gone through so many like levels of like different people making different things out of them and like playing off of what you understand about that formatting yeah yeah and now it's something that's like if you started using the internet today it would be like unrecognizable oh yeah you'd be you, what the fuck yeah. you wouldn't know why it's funny but yeah. it's funny because it's like referencing everything that you already know Hundred percent. Yeah, and my, my I like the the level of it. Like, do my I saw somebody post a meme. It's like a prison bathroom covered in blood, and it goes, "You probably don't recognize this picture. You and I are not the same." <laughs> and I'm like, who, <laughs> "Who is this for? This is for people that were murdered in a prison bathroom. What the fuck is this?" I saw. All right, yesterday I saw this one that it like. <laughs> 
it it's not funny if you don't like just look at memes all the time but it's it's fucking a picture of a guy that works at chick-fil-a and the caption is uh what can i what what would you like to drink and then it just cuts to that video of jesse from breaking bad like holding a gun in your face (laughs) 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 and there's like like scary music playing under it it's just like yeah like the joke here is just like he's going to kill the he's robbing chick-fil-a yeah yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's the whole thing but it's like a picture of the motivational format thing around the guy and you want you're like you're expecting something and then the next thing is another meme you've seen and it all matches together to just tell the story of like chick-fil-a got robbed yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just all over the place (laughs) yeah yeah. i don't know yeah those are those are funny um yeah, it's so interesting. Just like the, I like that everybody has a meme. I I'm, I got to unfollow this guy. There's a guy that has Muay Thai memes, and I don't know how I followed him because everything's like when your girlfriend is mad at you for going to Muay Thai practice for too long, and I'm like, what? Yeah. What am I? <laughs> like, I'm sure that's relatable for you guys. Like, I also like I have friends that work in construction, and they'll post construction memes, and I'm sure they love. But I'm like, I'm so out of that meme sphere that I just don't. Yeah. But the best one is the one where I'm in. I've talked about this before, but it's amazing. It's the point of view of a monkey meme. It's like when that ten dollar <laughs> banana hit, or the one, yeah. and it's like a monkey going nuts, or it's like, <laughs> yeah, dude, they're amazing. And you like, know, um, you know, you know, Tony Woods. Yeah, yeah. Like Dave Chappelle's mentor. He's yeah, like yeah. a comedy legend. Yeah. I followed him on Instagram, and every story he posts is reposting like just a a monkey page. Yeah. Where it's like a, how monkeys peel bananas or like a monkey wearing a tie. It's yeah, yeah. Like, it's amazing, dude. It's yeah, the this best, guy's the best. It's the best meme sphere. And it's like my favorite are when it's like, like there'll be ones about like, it, it's gotten to the point where these are like literally like the point of views are like, it'll be like monkeys arguing for how human beings need to go back to being monk. Like, it's like yeah, so yeah, yeah. far out there that it's like reject human yeah. return to monk. <laughs> it's like the whole thing is like, we need to go back to when we were monkeys. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Return to monkey. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah those are great. Yeah, yeah. I think I always like get a little annoyed when I see people sharing or making memes that are just about like the community they're in. It's like, we're, we're all like, like we work on production we're all production assistants this is like a production assistant meme right and yeah. it'll be something that's like just relatable but also that's not for me so it's 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 but it's like it's kind of hard for me to be like what the fuck does this mean no no like, like but i i get what it is or it'll be like a meet like a restaurant oh, worker still tell you like this still isn't funny right? it's, like, it's like restaurant workers meme page yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. this is how i feel when the i don't get a good tip or something yeah, and i'm yeah. like this is annoying but then I'm thinking like, oh, but the community that I relate to is just just memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have a job that like where people make memes about it. So it's just what I get is just all the shit that everyone posts. Yeah, it'd be fun to just go. I thought I was just go fully off the rails. Yeah. Just posting memes of like somebody giggling and be like, when Uncle when your Uncle Carl rapes you. <laughs> it's just something. It's like <laughs> you're like, what is this meme? That shit, but that makes me laugh all the yeah, every yeah, time. Like, you're like, what is this? Yeah, like someone sat down and made that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Just so, but like, just like, but like, play along with like, we all know when you rob a bank and you have to kill your brother because <laughs> you stole too much of the money and then you got to get back. You know what I mean? Just have like, you seen the ones that's oh, like John Travolta's face? Just his face, like, just neutral expression, and the caption is like. <laughs> When the squirrel outside your window blinks like, I'm going to kill you in Morse code. (laughs) 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 It's great. Just so far out there. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the way to be. 
Um, I'm ready to wrap it up. Uh, you want to promote something? Uh, yeah, come to my show, 6 p.m. Sunday at the Grizzly Pair. Out Cold Comedy, buy tickets on Eventbrite. Oh, you changed the name? Yeah, I changed the name. Nice, okay. That's what's up, dude. Well, thank you guys for listening. <laughs>